going on everybody? Isaac here with Civil Engineering Academy. I'm excited to be with you today. Today I interview a good friend, Brent Chase, who just recently moved from where I am up to uh, Washington area. Uh, he's working in the transportation in, uh, industry and we talk all about that. So how he got into this industry, uh, some tips and tools and tactics, tactics of how others that might be interested in going to transportation engineering, what they might be do, uh, might do, and some uh, interesting facts about that. So anyway, it was a fun interview to do with Brent. I really do appreciate him jumping on. I think you're going to learn some things listening to this interview, and it was just really fun to uh, catch up with him. So anyway, I hope you're excited as I am. Uh, Brent is coming right up, and we'll talk all about transportation engineering and the fun tips, tools, and resources related to that. It's all, it's all coming right up. All right. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I've got Brent with us today. How's it going, Brent? Good, Isaac. Sweet. So just a quick story. Brent and I know each other, um, kind of been living in the same area for a bit. Brent's now moved away to Kennewick, right? Up in the, the uh, tri-states kind of area. Yeah, eastern Washington. You got it. Nice. Uh, my own career has taken me there a few times, so I'm very familiar with the area doing some transmission work up in that area. So nice, nice area. Nice, yeah. Well, um, I wanted to dive into this. Um, I'll I'll give a brief inf- introduction about you, but it's always nice to hear from yourself uh, a little bit about yourself, maybe even how you got into engineering and mm-hmm. what you what you do today. So, sure. why don't you take us through that? Yeah, so I work for a firm called David Evans and Associates, or DEA. Um, they're based out of Portland primarily through the Pacific Northwest. I'm out of their Spokane office, actually. Um, but yeah, a roadway transportation engineer focused on the design of road and highways. Um, and then as far as how I got into civil engineering, uh, growing up, I always liked construction. You know, a lot of people had kids had construction vehicles, you play in the sandbox, whatever. Um, and then you like watching the construction and that kind of developed um, from there. And uh, it was actually a... Uh, like a youth meeting or something like that and somebody came to a career night to present on civil engineering i never heard of civil engineering before and they're yeah. talking about it and all the cool things they were doing and things like that I ended up actually talking with the guy afterwards for another hour saying hey i was thinking about going into construction and then he told me about civil engineering and how um you know what great opportunities would come from that and how it gives you a good you know platform for your career and um, he asked if I was good with math, and I said, sure, you know, because <laughs> as we know, civil engineers do a lot of math. And uh, so that was kind of the, the first inkling that I got into civil engineering. And I was actually a construction management major in college to start oh. off and, uh, you know, decided that wasn't quite a, a good fit, quite the direction I wanted to go and look back into civil engineering and did that. And one thing led to another, and now I'm a transportation engineer. So that's kind of the, the nutshell of it all. Wow, that's awesome. Is this guy still, I mean, was he a mentor at all growing up uh, doing this stuff? Or A little bit, yeah, kind of a family friend, kind of, actually, it was kind of a family of engineers. They're, they were husband, wife, civil engineer, had their own firm. They did a lot of things in Southern California where I grew up. So kind of really all over, I think they've done some projects all over the world. So yeah, it was a, definitely helped me yeah, through my uh, program as I had you know, questions and career questions and things like that. So definitely. That's great. Yeah. 
I mean, when I when I was deciding on doing this, uh, and I've shared this story before, but I saw two brothers graduate, and one of them graduated in civil engineering, and one of them uh, graduated in business. And at the time, the economy sucked, and the guy with the business degree <laughs> was finding jobs that was was like a high school, still a high school wage, you know, it was something you could make in high school. And decided he decided to go on his own, do his own own thing in real estate, which has been probably the better route for him. But <laughs> I saw my other brother in, in civil engineering, and you know, he got a good job and was able to get home and and those kind of things, and that kind of set set me up on a path of which direction I kind of wanted to head. So, <laughs> I think it's funny how you know we when we grow up, we see some influences in our life, and those people kind of become our our benchmark of what kind of where we're headed. So that's really, yeah. Neat. And you don't think you really realize it at the time and you kind of look back and it kind of, you kind of connect the dots and look where you come from and pretty interesting sometimes. Yeah, for sure. So take us through a typical day uh, today of your kind of engineering, your transportation engineer, what are like, get us some details. What software are you using? Maybe that you would recommend to somebody that wanted to get into this field or something that something that would help an engineer that maybe is looking at transportation. But tell us what what you do um, now and some of the tools and resources you use. I think that'd be fun to know. Yeah, sure. So um, I guess I'm a project engineer essentially. Um, so working on you know different projects, doing the design, getting in the modeling and the different CAD platforms. A lot of uh, DOTs or Department of Transportations are using the Bentley software. So that's your inroads, that's your open roads. That's kind of the latest and greatest that's coming out. Um, a lot of your local cities and counties and other um, municipalities um, tend to use more of the Autodesk or AutoCAD civil 3D stuff, which is kind of, I don't know how it was for you, Isaac. That's what I ended up learning in college. That's what they taught. But then, um, you know, got all the on the job training doing the, the Bentley stuff. Um, yeah, I agree. When I was in college, it was AutoCAD is what you learned in, in right. college. I didn't learn any other CAD software. I mean, there's a little bit of, uh, um, oh, my mind's going blank. <laughs> but yeah, there. I mean, there's other a little other CAD work, but AutoCAD was definitely the main, the main one. Yeah. So now I. I Far enough, and I can kind of switch between the two a little bit. Definitely more of a, a Bentley user, depending on you know who the client is, can kind of dictate kind of the, the software you use. But those are definitely the two main ones that are out there. Um, but then, as far as working on the projects, you just you know what the client needs and looking at the different standards. You have to, you know if you're in a different state, there's different little bit different standards way of doing things. Um, for example, you know I'm doing some what they call um, work share different uh, some people call it long hallway anyways you're working on you know not necessarily even though I'm in eastern Washington I'm actually working on a lot of projects in Oregon for the DOT out there and um, you know just working to help the project you know meet the design requirements the standards and uh, work with the project manager working with the junior staff you know to give them tasks and assignments to ultimately you know come out with like a model and um, plan sets, although those are slowly being phased out depending on uh, who the client is, and then just mm -hmm. trying to keep the project on time and under budget, just like anything else. 
So do do you feel like you, I mean, if someone was learning, wanting to learn this position, this job, is a lot of it on the job training? I mean, or is there a leg up that they could have in maybe tipping their toe into some of these softwares or something so that maybe they could put it on a resume, give them a leg up? Uh, and yeah, definitely. I mean, for example, one of my uh, internships I had was with a different engineering firm and all I did was just, CAD edit work, which is very, you know, simple, straightforward CAD, but I really got to know MicroStation that way. And that's how I really got into it. It was uh, basically editing these drawings to be as built as the project was going on. You know, they had to be slightly modified to match what was actually built in the field. And so that was just like a lot of red line CAD where you see this plan sheet and you follow the red line marks and change it in the CAD. And that was really how I got that good, you know, fundamental understanding of the CAD. So um, you know, you can get that through an internship. You could start learning on your own. And there's, you know, especially nowadays online, there's endless training and tutorials you can do, YouTube videos to really learn the the software. Yeah, I'm looking back in my own career. I mean, I use a software that's very specific to the field I'm in, and it's called PLS CAD. Mm. And it's specifically designed to um, do transmission work or, mm. or distribution work. But you can model all the structures. And same thing is that you, the way to get kind of get a leg up or at least put it on a resume is start looking at YouTube, looking at tutorials that are on there. A lot of places give you free software if you're a student. Like right, you're a student yeah. And that might be worth looking into if you're looking at just dipping your toe into learning some of this stuff. But I think if you can and even put that on a resume that you're familiar with it, you've already kind of got a leg up on the next person that has no experience whatsoever. So, yeah. Um, Oh, definitely. For sure. sure. Um, what about a lesson learned? Has there ever been a lesson learned or a tough mistake that you've had to go through? Maybe you could share with us. <laughs> lesson learned. Um, I guess I would say, I mean, there's lots of lessons I've learned through life <laughs> thus far, but really I think it comes down to, you know, life isn't fair, but it's all about your attitude and perspective towards it, you know, some people are just dealt different cards, but I think it just comes down to your attitude. And I think really um, your perspective, just the way you look at something can really change. For example, you know, I went to school, I graduated in civil engineering. It seemed like a really good you know, degree. I could land a job you know, right away. However, I um, quickly graduated so we could move to um, Logan, Utah, to go to Utah State so my wife could start her school program. And... So there wasn't much preparation I could do as far as um, jobs go. And it was just a small town. So there weren't a ton of like specific civil engineering jobs. So I actually ended up being a bus driver <laughs> for the city of Logan. So it's kind of interesting. Um, so the joke was, you know, I went to school for four years to be a bus driver. So, um, but, I, you know, I just see it as like, you know, a step along the way and um, kind of reevaluated things. I was able to get some internships, get some more experience. And then by the time she was grad graduated or, you know, we were able to make it work as if we get a job in Salt Lake and, you know, things eventually worked out, but um, yeah, it's just interesting how things work out that way. And um, you just kind of see, you know, what you can learn from and look about that experience, you know, it was a humbling experience, you know, not be able to get a job right away, but uh, you know, I think it worked out the way it did or wouldn't be where I'm at. So. I'm yeah. And maybe you even noticed some things as a bus driver that apply to transportation. 
and, <laughs> and, and helped in some way there too. So, right. Exactly. Yep. No, pretty cool. Sure. Yeah. It was kind of um, interesting is how I got to know the city was I, I would think about it by bus routes. That's how I got to know. Yeah. You take this one here and that one there. And, but yeah, definitely, you know, in the field experience as they call it, that was one way to get it, I guess. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, any, any uh, potential bus drivers out there? Yeah, I'm the designated uh, party bus driver, I guess, now. <laughs> Let's fast forward then to today. What's like a favorite project you, you've recently worked on or one that's me- memorable to yourself? Yeah, um, you know, something that's been really cool going about to experience and kind of getting that, that leg up. Um, junior engineers have often have some time opportunity to do like inspection work where you're out in the mm-hmm. field. You're actually on the project full time. You're reviewing the plans. You're getting to know the specifications, the standard drawings. In my situation, I was actually certified to test the materials, test the concrete, um, test all the aggregate and everything by densities and, you know, cone tests and air tests and all that. So really, that was like my crash course on engineering and getting to know kind of the, you know, out in the field, kind of when does an inch really matter and that kind of stuff. Um, So I was, yeah, on this project for one summer and just this one intersection, I got to know that intersection really well. It was a widening intersection, a new signal replacement, had some drainage, so I had a little bit of everything on it. Um, and then more recently, um, I'm working on in Oregon on a called Aurora Donald interchange. It's um, a heavy truck traffic interchange off of I-5. They changed it to be a DDI or a diverging diamond interchange to try to make it more uh, efficient. And uh, so that's been my the latest one I've been doing. Has that been the most memorable one or is there, is there any that's been memorable? <laughs> as, of, uh, as of late, um, memorable one is kind of interesting. It's actually a parking lot, which is transportation engineer. You don't uh, do a ton of those or more developers or, uh, you know, site development type stuff. But no, it was a little Cottonwood Canyon in Salt Lake. There was this old rip mill site that uh, they wanted to demolish. There's building on there. and But it was a way that I basically did everything from beginning to end because it was a smaller project. So I could do all the modeling, I could do all the CAD, I could do a lot of the plan sheets, I could do all the standards. So it was like a, a really big test for me to see, okay, how much I understand, you know, the full process, process of, you know, a project from beginning, you know, meeting with the client and everything from that. And, um, you know, there were some other things associated with the, the parking lot, some widening on the, the main road going through there, but that was just, you know, uh, like, okay, I can do this kind of moment, like, you know, getting some confidence and, and understanding. So that's memorable for that way. And it was the first set that as an engineer, I had stamped and that kind of thing. So that's kind of why it's also memorable. And, and, uh, so yeah, I haven't checked it out yet. It was put on the shelf for a little while, <laughs> but, uh, I think they got the funding and they just completed construction this summer. So I'm anxious to go check it out. So it's well, the yeah. lot around, I'll tell you. <laughs> you gotta go check it out. That's There's right. Just- I think one of the beauties of being a civil engineer is that you, uh, I mean, it depends on which field you're in, obviously, but a lot of times you get to see the actual product that you're, that you've built, you know, and it's something that's there and it will last for a very, very, very long time. Right. That's always fun to see. So yeah, you definitely got to check that out. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. Um, You know, my own work doing with transmission lines and stuff, it's kind of this weird niche, but um seeing seeing the final product built there's something very satisfying to move from something on a computer to something in the real world and right. uh, 
seeing it all come together well. And the issue is, you know, they start coming in as soon as something is built, and that's just part of the fun. So, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you might have a few headaches doing the, the project, but you kind of forget about them once you see the final product, and it's worth it and rewarding for sure. Good deal. Well, I want to ask some kind of quick questions. You can answer these as long as or as short as you want, but any, sure. any major obstacles you feel like you face when becoming a civil engineer that could be related to boss exams, anything like that? Those math courses in college, man, those are brutal. <laughs> the, uh, the advanced calculus. I think uh, there's one summer because I was in a hurry to graduate. And so I ended up taking like two math courses and, you know, the shortened like summer term and it was killer. It was just, math yeah hours of math every day just it was brutal but you know little by little i got through it so you knocked it out yeah yeah i mean engineering is no stroll in the park you 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 end up learning what the teacher wants you to do and you do your best at it so yeah um a lot of people struggle with passing the pe exam i'm just curious if you had any advice for for people taking either the fe or the pe um, just on your own, what any advice for those taking those exams? I don't know. You just got to find out what works best for you. But it's just those practice problems. Just get you know, keep practicing them, going through them, making sure you know your resources and your references and where to easily track things down. I think for the FE, I ended up buying that reference book ahead of time, so I could you know become familiar with it. And uh, I think. And you're referring to PPI's book, the Civil Engineering Reference Manual, I'm assuming. No, well, for the PE, yeah, but I think for the oh. FE, isn't there like a, an equations book you get when you take the test? You can get like. Oh, a, yes, the NCES Reference Manual. Yeah, that guy. It's that been guy. a little while. <laughs> the other big book. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> as big, but anyways, um, just become familiar with that. I think, you know. There was, I think there were a lot of questions that I'm like, I don't remember learning this, but in that book, I could easily like look at the formula and give a best guess and, edu- and move on to the next one. You know, don't spend too much time on it, but even educated guess is better than just randomly, you know, selecting, but uh, just practice. Yeah. Very good. Good advice. Practice, practice, practice. <laughs> just got to do it. That's right. Uh, Another fun question is what advice would you give to someone that wants to pursue a career similar to yours? Um, just get that experience. I think is, you know, you'll learn in the engineering world that it's a small, they say it's a small engineering world. And I found that even moving from different states, you used to make connections all the time. So I think there's two sides is one, just, you know, they say networker, but just, you know, establish relationships, get to know people, you know, what they do, talk to different people, see what they work on and what they do. And, um, and then also don't burn bridges <laughs> as you, you know, go through things, you know, especially if you're turning down job offers or, you know, if you don't like a certain employee or whatever, you know, those things can, can travel around with you no matter where you go. So I think it's just uh, relationships are important. And, uh, so start establishing those now. And then, uh, yeah, just stick with it and don't give up and uh, just get as much experience as you can. However, that may be, if, even if it's an internship that may not be ideal, you know, the, the best one out there. I think just some experience is better than none. So, 
I love your story about how you got your experience. And I think that's a real good model for probably any civil engineer to get out in the field. If you're taking measurements or doing testing, you know, at least you're out there boots on the ground kind of doing that stuff and really seeing what, what it's like out there. Um, right. you know, I know a lot of people that don't get that opportunity, maybe they move to an office role pretty quickly and they don't learn that they need to get out in the field often to check things out. And so, I mean, if you have a chance to do that early, um, that's going to take you a, a long ways in your career. So I think that's really good advice. Right. Yeah. I think get out in the field as much as possible is the way to do it. Um, what's a common myth you think um, about civil engineering profession or, or your field of work that maybe you'd like to debunk? <laughs> Engineers are boring. <laughs> ah. Well, interesting enough, I guess, speaking of civil engineering, you know, you have the different branches, you have your structures and you know, transportation and water and geotech, et cetera. Uh, you know, it was always cool being the structural engineer growing up, you know, because you design the bridges and and all sorts of the tall buildings. And that was like the cool one to do, you know, mm -hmm. all the calendar shots and, and whatnot. So um, <laughs> I think that, uh, you know, you can have a lot of fun, but, you know, you'll find people you connect with and you can have a lot of fun doing it. And, you know, with your coworkers and, you know, some people may not be as interesting as others, but I think you'll find your, your group and uh, just, you know, enjoy it and uh, have fun with it. That's great advice. I also think a lot of people think we're introverts and maybe that's yeah. true uh, for a lot of people. But um, I, you know, I, I had an interview uh, with uh, in, a, in a podcast episode in the past and I really like this quote. It was that really an introvert just means um, how, how you recharge. And you know, even though you're introverted, doesn't mean you can't you know, give a public speech or talk to other people or communicate effectively. It's really just kind of how you recharge. So that's kind of a big um, myth as well with civil engineers. So I like what you said, we, you know, that we're boring, that we like to have fun. Well, yes, we do like to have fun. Uh, we're not boring. You know, I mean, just like everyone yeah. else. <laughs> Maybe a little nerdy, you know, driving around with the kids saying, hey, look at that. That's what I did. And they could probably care less, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> at least your coworkers. At school, I guess. <laughs> hey, sure. My wife, every power pole I look at, look at that pole. <laughs> they don't want to look it looks at like a hundred other ones you showed me, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's funny. Well, let's uh let's ask you another fun question. What's uh what's a personal habit that contributes to your success, maybe as an engineer? Do you feel uh, like I think uh just being someone who's reliable to get the job done. Uh, I think you know comes down to communication and that can really have you stand out and uh, just being reliable and dependable that, you know, so-and-so is one that can do it and will get it done and you don't have, to, they don't have to worry about it. The project manager, if they give you a, you know, a task or an assignment, and that kind of thing. So. Yeah. And I think, I mean, just my own two cents, but when, a, when, when the company realizes you're reliable, then, then you become, a bigger asset to the company. And I think you have more opportunities to grow more opportunities for a raise. Uh, once they know you're reliable and you're going to do what you, you know, you're there for. I think mm -hmm. that's also a very long way. If you can show that don't be coming to work late or the, you know, don't take If you don't take responsibilities for mistakes that are made and things like that, if you push stuff off that, that stuff just never, never goes well. So, yeah. 
And I'd also add to that, don't be afraid to ask questions instead of just, you know, sitting there all day, not progressing on something. So I'd much rather have you, you know, ask a question and, you know, get it to understanding and continue to move on to the next task. So Very good. Okay. Very nice. Well, is there any uh, resources you would recommend to the Civil Engineering Academy audience? Anything of that nature? I think if you're interested in transportation engineering, especially there's uh, many cities and different municipalities, even, you know, DOTs have transportation improvement plans that you can usually get online and look into. And um, they'll have different monthly meetings a lot of times to kind of discuss all the projects. You know, they'll have five or 10 year plans or more of projects that they want to fund. And so there it'll have a breakout of where the funding comes from, but you can also see what projects are coming up and, you know, whether it's in your own community, you know, you can see where the road's going to be wide and why they're going to put a trail in. But I think it's also a neat opportunity to see, okay, what kind of work is out there? What kind of firms are getting that work and who maybe has those jobs that you maybe want to, are interested in and work for, especially if a firm, you know, wins a big job, there might be a demand for, um, people to help out on that job and you can be a step ahead and, Hey, I heard you just won this job. Be looking for people, whatever. Um, but I think it's just a good way to track what's going on in the industry, what projects are coming out, what, you know, what the funding's like and, you know, really kind of that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think there's an opportunity right now. You can really dive into the details of what's being designed in the cities that you live in. And uh, if you really want to engage with that, you can, you know, those lead you to opportunities of, people that are hiring employment and firms that are out there working on this stuff. So I think that's good advice. Um, Any books that you'd recommend to our audience (laughs) Could be on anything. Um, You know, when I was in college, my mom gave me this book. It's kind of funny. It's called how to win friends and influence people. I was like, Oh, thanks mom. You don't have to think I have any friends, but uh, it's by uh, Dell Carnegie, but it's a really good book about uh, just how people, you know, especially relationships and just, you know, as you're working with people you don't know as well, just uh, how to, you know, get that common ground and really have those kind of relationships and win friends. Awesome. You, everyone can use more friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> how you build connections, right? It's exactly. Friends. That's awesome. <laughs> Your mom thought you couldn't make any friends, huh? Gave you the book. That's Mom's awesome. always looking out, Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, this is last. Uh, this this question is just kind of a fun one. But if you had all the resources in the world, what's something you'd like to be a part of uh, in the civil engineering world, or anything you'd like to do with that? Yeah, I think one thing that's unique about our field is you know it's it's worldwide. Everybody needs civil engineering um, in their communities, and there's some really cool humanitarian efforts you can do out there. Um, and so, I'd love to get more involved with that. I haven't done um, very much with it, but uh, I know people that have, and, you know, it's something I definitely would like to do more of and just, you know, helping the world and communities around and using, you know, skills and experience that I've been um, able to have and, and gain and, and share those with others and, you know, for the, the greater good. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunities out there if you just look for them, uh, for sure. So, um, you know, it could have to do with water, it could be building buildings, could be building schools. Um, right lot of opportunities to yeah to definitely. that's great uh well brent let's go ahead and conclude this if would you have any last pieces of uh, you know guidance or a best way for somebody to get a hold of you if they had questions about 
maybe going into the transportation world? Man, I don't know. Uh, just have a plan, I think, is, is good. And, uh, you know, I think your plan can always change. But I think just having a plan and kind of, a, you know, some goals is always good. Know which direction you're heading. And if that doesn't work out, you know, look at ways you can change that. And then uh, as far as connection, just, I think, just LinkedIn. Just shoot me an email or something on there. And I'd uh, be happy to answer any questions anyone has. Okay. Go search Brent Chase on there. You'll find him. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining me, Brent. This has been fun. I think it's fun to get a better glimpse into the transportation world, going through, you know, the tips, tools, and advice that you can share with us. It's always enlightening for any other uh, future engineer that's going in this, or if maybe others want to make a whole career pivot, um, what's out there for them. So thanks for jumping on and sharing this with us. Yeah, no problem. We'll see you, Isaac. All right. See you later. Hey, what's up, guys? I hope you enjoyed that interview with Brent Chase. Uh, If you find him on LinkedIn, give him a shout out and a thank you. Or if you have questions, reach out to him as well because he's a great resource. And, you know, if you're looking for a mentor in the transportation industry or just want to talk to somebody else, he might be a good resource for you. So go check that out. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions about anything, you can also reach out to me, Isaac at Civil Engineering Academy. If you need more resources to help you with your exams, that includes the FE, the PE, or your PE depth section, go check out the courses and material we have over at civilengineeringacademy.com. Also, if you need the Civil Engineering Reference Manual from PPI, go use our affiliate link at civilengineeringacademy.com PPI and use the code CIVAC to get 15% off any book that you order there. Save you some money. So anyway, hope you enjoyed today's episode, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Ooh, sometimes you got to do the do. This is how I uh, stay up. You drink a couple of those, and, and you'll be up for a while. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of caffeine. So Thank you.